The Flash Meets His Heroes in the Past. Today I'm talking about Justice Society World War II. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends, and welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about uh, Justice Society World War II, which is a recent DC animated release. And uh, for those of you who you know are frequent readers and listeners, you know that I am a big fan of the DC animated universe, in particular uh, Ju- the Justice League series. But yeah, the, I, I always like to check out the new movies that they put out. They've been putting them out pretty steadily for a while now, and I've enjoyed most of them. And I thought this one was particularly good, so I wanted to highlight it and tell you why. One of the reasons superheroes in comic book media is so fun is the material's ability to leapfrog logic for the sake of a fun one-off story. Want to create a fun, mostly consequence-free adventure for Superman? Guess he's going to space. And why wouldn't he? He comes from space. It means story ideas that would unravel a normal imagined universe can become a fun one-off adventure. Like The Flash, accidentally traveling back to World War II to help guide a team in their hour of need and learn an important lesson along the way. The film follows Barry Allen, who is in the midst of a rough patch with his longtime girlfriend Iris. But the disagreement is put on hold when Barry, and his, as his superhero alter ego The Flash, comes to Superman's aid, and accidentally time travels back to World War II, where a team of heroes are trying to turn the tide for the Allied forces. But can Barry help save the past and return to the future? Justice Society demonstrates what makes the DC animated movies so much fun. It's a one-off adventure that pays homage to its hero's history, has some fun with established characters, and gives our point-of-view character Barry some lessons to learn by the end of the film. Here's the stuff that works. We're starting with the fantastic action. The DC animated movies almost always deliver fantastic, well-choreographed action. The hand-to-hand combat is almost always crisp and easy to follow, and equally intricate at the same time. What this movie does so well is provide a series of different challenges, and in particular uses of The Flash's powers. There's a subtle but very effective push in the movie from small skirmishes with soldiers to boss battles with equally strong opponents with more on the line. It means each hero gets a number of highlights that either shows off their bravery or the height of their skills. In particular, we see both Barry and the Justice Society Flash, Jay, throw out a kitchen sink of Flash abilities to fight and solve problems. The basic speed is good for dodging bullets and punching out Nazis, and the other abilities like creating a wind force with your hands is good for landing a plane or flinging objects at your opponent. It's a barometer for how Flash's speed can and should be used over the course of a movie. We also have a solid thematic throughline. Considering the World War II setup, you'd assume that this movie would hammer home the importance of sacrifice and giving everything you can to do what's right. But Justice Society goes in a couple of different directions. There's two big ideas that this movie is playing around with, and both work well within this story. The first one, and apparently the entire reason Barry was sent back in time via the speed force and magic, is the importance of connection. Though they don't get into much detail, but Barry's world is one where the Justice League doesn't exist yet. In fact, Barry helping Superman isn't unwelcome, but it's clearly uncommon. 
and watching how the Justice Society works in tandem and tackles bigger goals with their shared strength makes the need for a team, especially in a crisis that threatens the entire world, very obvious. Likewise, Wonder Woman is a lot like Barry, in that she's putting off a marriage proposal from Steve Trevor literally every day. The logic being that now isn't the time, and waiting until things cool down is the time to affirm their love. But Steve, especially as the only average human around, rightly acknowledges that no one's time is a given, and you have to let people you love know it and feel it when you can. The second item, though less intense, is about how and why heroism is important. Many of the heroes spend the film wondering why they're doing what they're doing, or if anyone will remember them. And that's a fair question. The responsibility of power is one thing, risking your life every day for no reward is another. And this circles back to the connection. Saving innocent people makes a difference, as does saving your friends or making sure their sacrifices aren't in vain. It's the combination of larger and intimate connections that make a difference. And finally, we have just enough DC Easter eggs. One of the problems with a comic book movie one-off like this is that they lean too heavily into their own lore. Yes, this movie is for fans, but also not every kid watching this is going to know who Dr. Fate is by sight. What's nice about this movie is that the DC history bits are there, but they aren't plot critical. For instance, one hero re reveals themselves in an old-school version of their abilities, which is something a nerd like me might notice, but isn't something they take time to explain. Like the best comic book stuff, the easter eggs only enhance the fear fan experience, but it doesn't detract. So overall, this is a fantastic adventure for Barry and his newfound friends. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Stay safe, everybody, and I'll catch you next time.